Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Welcome to Shot of History. Boys, if we want to win this war, you're going to need to jack off into this gum. <laughs> That's like my worst nightmare. It's like being in a room and there's just like a bunch of dicks flying around. Welcome back to Shot of History. This week, we pick back up where we left off with Calvin Moore of 7.2 Tours, talking about the history behind the names of the five major roads coming out of Detroit. Enjoy. Which is originally where, uh, where Gratiot was from. Hmm. Uh, there's also Fort Street, uh, Fort and Shelby. The street's called Fort, um, and Shelby crosses over it. Um, but you've got Fort Shelby. There was a fort called Fort Shelby, and it was on the western point of uh, western point of Fort Street, and it was opened uh, in 1827. So you've got this Fort Street, and it's called Fort Street because there used to be a fort right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, but it was named after Governor Isaac Shelby of Kentucky, who aided in the War of 1812. We had some Kentucky bourbon here. So yeah, how long has yeah. yeah. Bullet been around? Uh, Bullet's actually pretty young. Oh, okay, um, so they weren't around. During they, this time. but their holding company may have been around before mm. then because uh, they're actually it's the Stitzweller. Uh, brewing distilling company. Okay, means nothing to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that a long-standing name. Yeah. That's, okay, so he might have known been that name. For a while. Yeah. He <laughs> might have had some of that whiskey back yeah. in the day. All right. So let's just imagine about, uh, about whiskey. We're gonna hear general. Or, oh yeah, uh, let's we, say the uh, history Isaac of Shelby. Yeah. yeah. That upcoming. So two more streets: Grand River, Grand River Avenue. Nothing too big about that one. Um, it just happened to. Be next uh, it, to a big it, river? It, yeah, it will yeah. take you all the way to Grand <laughs> Rapids, which is where the Grand River is. Oh, mm. So that's where it gets its name from. Um, but uh, the last street I want to talk about, which comes off of uh, Campus Martius, is Monroe, Monroe Avenue. And uh, that is named after a man by the name of William C. Monroe. And the interesting mm. thing is, when I was looking this up, I, like, I always like to fact check myself, make sure that I'm saying the right thing. Um, and somebody said it's possibly named after you know, James Monroe, the president. And anybody from Detroit knows that that's not the case. It's named after William C. Monroe, who was the first pastor of Second Baptist Church, uh, which is actually located on Monroe Avenue. Uh, if you know downtown Detroit, there's an area called Greektown, mm-hmm. uh, and Second Baptist Church is actually located in Greektown, what is now Greektown. It wasn't Greektown when it was first established, but it was the first African-American church uh, established in the Midwest. Uh, it was the largest African-American church in the Midwest for a number of years. And William C. Monroe was the first pastor. Now, this church was actually a very important stop, a very important depot on the Underground Railroad because Detroit was actually the last stop on the Underground Railroad because of our proximity to Canada. So I said Canada, you know, is just separated by the river. It's a mile away. And so people would come up here to escape from slavery. And most people, when they think about you know, the Underground Railroad, oh, you know, escaping from slavery. Oh, you came up here from Georgia. We think in terms of cars, right? Oh, it's like a 17-hour drive. That's not so bad, right? <laughs> yeah, no big deal. It's like, no. Uh, these, there were no cars, right? They had to travel by night. People were chasing them down. You had dogs going after them, bounty hunters going after them. And so once you got to the north, you were technically free. You know, these are free states. Um, 
you weren't necessarily treated well, but you were at least free, right? You weren't enslaved. Um, but just prior to the Civil War, in order to make Southern senators happy, Northern senators signed into law something called the, the Fugitive Slave Act, which allowed for bounty hunters to come up here from the South and retrieve runaway property. I'm doing air quotes right now that nobody can see. Right. Property. Um, we can see them. Uh, and so because of how close we were to Canada versus how close New York is to Canada, because you can go to New York and go to Niagara Falls and things like that, right? Well, we were a lot closer, and everybody's traveling by foot by night. So it's a lot shorter of a walk to walk to Michigan than it is to walk from the south all the way up to New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would come here, and so these bounty hunters would come here as well. And they would lay in wait, hoping to capture runaway slaves before they get over to Canada because the bounty hunters could only go as far as uh, the American border. They could not legally go to Canada. So runaway slaves would come here to Michigan and then they would go to Canada because the bounty hunters couldn't legally go over there. That's not to say that bounty hunters didn't sometimes go over there, but they couldn't legally go over there, right? So uh, two cool stories about this. First, you have uh, Capitol Park, which is a neighborhood in downtown Detroit, and it used to be the state capital which is, we, Detroit was the territorial capital when we first mm-hmm. became a territory mm-hmm. and became the state. Uh, and so uh, it's called Capital Park now. It's a neighborhood. And what used to be in that area, though, was this place called the Finney Hotel and the Finney Barn. And Seymour Finney was a tailor by trade. And uh, he also owned a hotel. He also owned a bar. And he also owned a farm. And they were all adjacent to each other. And he was an abolitionist. But you couldn't be out about your liberal, hippie, <laughs> you know, anti-slavery views at that time. So uh, what he would do is he would allow the bounty hunters to stay for free in his hotel and drink for free and eat for free in his bar. And he was basically the bartender. And so, you know, the, the bounty hunters would be complaining like, man, it's so hard to find these black people. Oh, <laughs> He'd be like, man, yeah, I know yeah. your job must be really hard. That yeah, sucks. your life is really That tough. is terrible, man. Uh, I wish I could help you out. Meanwhile, in the barn next door, he had the slaves hidden. <laughs> he had the runaway <laughs> slaves hidden. And so um, it's cool. I walk people through here on, my, on all of my tours. And so at night, uh, when the sun went down, of course, you know, he would get the, the slaves down to, down to the river. Uh, because the bounty hunters were good and passed out drunk <laughs> in his hotel, which is you know which is really cool, and so um, uh, he would get them over to Canada where they <laughs> couldn't go, and and then the only way you could get your slave back, your runaway slave back from uh, from or your property back from Canada was uh, you had to be a felon. Mm-hmm. And you had you had to be a, you had to have committed a felony. That is the only way Canada would send you back, and so a lot of uh, plantation owners would write to these you know these people in, in Canada and they say, Hey, that, that guy who's working in your town or that, uh, that, that woman who's, you know, who's taking care of your kids when they left, they stole my horse, they stole my saddle. So they're a felon. You need to send them back to the United States. And Canada will respond by saying, Oh, you seem to misunderstand us. Uh, they have to be a felon here. So it's really hard to get your, your runaway, uh, again, air quotes property back, uh, from Canada. And so, uh, of course, the Underground Railroad was not a physical railroad. I always have to say that because I actually got the question one time from a black guy, black kid, who asked me, he was like, so how come they call it a railroad if it wasn't actually a railroad? I was like, dude, do not ask that question. Ask me that in private, man. <laughs> you should not be asking that in front of all these white people. It is not cool. Um, but anyway, uh, I digress. So I always say the Underground Railroad was not actually a railroad. It was a series of churches and, and businesses and, 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 and homes that would house runaway slaves. 
And uh, William C. Monroe was the first pastor of the Second Baptist Church, which served as a depot, a very important depot, because of how close they, were, they are to the river. Uh, and during their time as a depot, they, uh, they housed and hid and got to Canada uh, over 500 uh, runaway slaves. So very, oh. very important uh, uh, point on the Underground Railroad. But that's where Monroe Avenue gets its name from. So you got Jefferson Avenue named after Thomas Jefferson, Augustus Woodward, uh, Named Woodward Avenue after himself. No, uh, because it went towards the woods. It goes towards the woods. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, uh, you've got uh, Michigan Avenue, which of course is just named after the state. Uh, then you've got uh, Gratiot Avenue, named after the Brigadier uh, General there. Uh, and then you've got Fort, named after the Fort, you know, Fort Shelby, uh, which is named after the, that general from Kentucky. And then you've got Monroe Avenue, named after the pastor, first pastor mm-hmm. of. Uh, Second Baptist Church, in which is now in Greektown. It's pretty cool. So Sweet. that's just kind of the, the history behind some of the names of, of the streets in Detroit. If you're not from Detroit, I would just say look up what some of the street names come from. It's just kind of interesting. If Even if you're not interested in history, it's a really cool talking point when you're out at like Buffalo Wild Wings talking with your friends, <laughs> right? You know, like, oh my God, you know where the street gets its name from? Here's a cool sorted story behind that. And I you know, never know cool. when that's like going to pop up at a trivia, like you're doing mm-hmm. trivia or something. Yeah. Tuesday night yeah. trivia. Y- you need to know just like as much as possible. My yeah, wife and I do really trivia, trivia every single Monday night at a brewery, and I'm always waiting for the Detroit trivia to come up, and it never does. <laughs> You're like, I, would, I got this. I would see. I went to I went to you know for, to college for for history and ministry, and every time Jeopardy had the Bible section, I was like, I'm killing this. I'm killing it. <laughs> I would always watch the people with their brothers like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know at all. But I had killed that section. I'm just waiting for Detroit history section to come up with trivia soon. Someday. Sometimes. Nice. But, but yeah, so that, that's me. That's, uh, that's all I had to share today. I don't know. Thoughts? Ideas? Want to know about any other streets? Huh? Hit me up. Uh, how, did, how did uh, Cecil Fielder Road get? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he ever made it from base to base. Seriously. Oh, it's like watching a sloth run. Oh, man. <laughs> But no, but I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a lot more streets around the city of Detroit. Just when I was even doing research, just smaller name streets that I'm just like, oh, that's that's interesting. Oh, this this person was married to this person. Uh, this I mean, this person was huge in Detroit, and then they were so huge that they got a street named after their wife, <coughs> you know, in, in in the city. And nice. it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. So nice. That happens in more than just Detroit. Anywhere that you go, but over in Canada, there actually are a lot of similar street names to what we have in downtown Detroit. They of hmm. course get different the further north you move in Canada, um, but uh, because it's only a mile away, the same people yeah. were going back and forth between, you know, what is right. now Canada and the United States. So, anyway. Very cool. Friends. Yeah. That was Sweet. all new to me, so I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I love learning. Well, I'm, I'm glad learning. you all love learning. <laughs> I, I love teaching, so it's a, it's a wonderful relationship. Hopefully, people are still awake. <laughs> are you still awake out there, listeners? No, anyway. they, they listen to this show because the history. Yeah. If they they're, don't like yeah, history, yeah. they're not going no, to listen There's no way you're even so. listening to the podcast. Without. But yeah, seriously, go look up your... I mean, I don't know where people are listening from, but go look up your own street names. It's so cool. It's so fascinating to find out all these stories. We were, uh, My wife and I were out at a bar the other day, and um, we were... You know, it's a brewery, and across the street, there's this, there's this building, and it, it's just a white building, but etched in stone on, on the upper level of the building, it just says, J.B. Stone, 1928. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. Now I need to know. Now I need to know who this is. And so I Googled it. And yeah, I, I still have not found out who this guy was. He gets mentioned, but I don't know what he did. Uh, so I'm probably going to go do some research at like the Warren Public Library or something because it's out in Warren just to find out who this guy was. 
I've hmm. done that at parks. There was a park I was walking through in Southwest Detroit, which is also called Mexican Town. It's called Stanton Park. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, and he was apparently a huge, huge guy. And he made, uh, he made clothing for lumberjacks. Hmm. He, had a, he, he made like $5 million a year. In nice. it was like it was like I guess five hundred thousand dollars at the time or something, but it's like worth five, yeah, you know, five million dollars in today's money. Um, oh, man, but before we made cars, before we were known as the auto industry, uh, you know, the the Motor City, uh, we made all of our money off of lumber. Hmm. We made more money off of lumber in Michigan than California made well, off of the entire gold we, rush. We're very forested, even now. I mean, if you go like the further north you go, it's but like... those are all replacement trees. Interestingly enough, all that the trees sense. that we see, like when you go north in in Michigan. All of those are new growth. We cut them all. We cut them. We cut them all down. <laughs> we cut them all down. So it's all new growth. I mean, obviously, we're all like in our you know twenties, early thirties, whatever. Those trees are like you know a couple hundred years old. Detroit is three hundred and fifteen years old as of today. So yeah. they're pretty young trees. <laughs> so I mean, in terms of you know tree tree life, I guess or whatever. You know, if you were to make clothing for lumberjacks today, I think that would you would make a lot of money. Yeah, hipsters, you mean just just hipsters, hipsters, hipsters would wear. Uh, the shit yeah, out they of that. they are. They I, I wonder who. Yeah, but now it's like American urban. Eagle making this. The urban know, outfitters, right? Right. Yeah. Urban outfitters. Most of these people wearing lumberjack gear. I'm like yeah. urban. Not. I want to see like a legit lumberjack <laughs> making these clothes. But here's the funny thing: lumberjacks. I mean, there, there's like TV shows with lumberjacks now. I, I which watch is like crazy one. stuff. They actually do wear that stuff. And that that job is dangerous. <laughs> Man. Yeah, there's a no. Well, you're dealing with saws. I mean, like <laughs> sharp <laughs> blades all day long. You think so? Trees those things like can those fall on you. And yeah. like the um the uh those boots that they wear with the um spokes in them. <laughs> Hell no. But I mean, no. I guess last thing I would say. So I mean, obviously go check out streets. But one of the reasons that I like doing this is because a lot of times people like I'll I'll just do stuff from day to day. Like I'm doing my day to day stuff. You know, I'll I'll go out with my wife. We'll go shopping. You know, I do this tour company. I show people around the city, um, hang out. For, and so I'm doing what I guess Mother Teresa said, do small things greatly. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times people do stuff day in, day out. Um, what does it matter? What am I doing? Nobody cares. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, I think about, you know, Grashit. You know, okay, so he's a general. He's got some people under him, but he's, a, he's an engineer. And so he's, I, I have a friend who works for Ajax Paving. He's just literally out paving I-75. Mm. That's what his job is. That's what Gratiot's job was, right? He's just paving yeah. the road. And now there's a road named after him, right? He's just yeah. doing small things greatly. And so here I'm thinking, hey, you know, if you don't think that what you're doing matters, I think it matters. Yeah, you know what? 200 years from now, someone might just turn down a road with your name and never look it up, okay? But you're doing small things greatly, and you get pe- – people remember you. People, people do things. So – Again, all these street names come from somebody who did something small greatly, and I want to that's, 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 that's a challenge for me to do small <laughs> things. I'm, I'm stealing that yeah. quote too, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna use it as a come online. Like when my wife gets home, I'll be like, "Hey, you want to do small things greatly?" <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, "I have a headache. <laughs> I have a headache, so no." <laughs> so that's my that's my thing. That's it. That's all, that's all I had to say today. So anyhow, that's awesome. awesome. Thank Very you awesome. so much yeah. for coming on and and sharing your knowledge with these guys no problem yeah. no they problem needed some, yeah. they needed some uh, detroit culture yeah. in their life yeah you guys should definitely come down for a tour sometime again yeah. we do walking cool. tours bus tours strolling suppers bar tours uh, I, fun i need to talk to this gentleman because i'm thinking about getting like a private tour like with friends 
Sweet. Who I think would be interested. Do and it. I know, like, pay you guys me money. Have to pay me money to do a private tour. I would. I welcome your money. Yeah, I <laughs> do welcome these things. Cool. Just, just please throw it. But at yeah, me. no, it'd be really. It, I think it'd be a great experience. I think yeah. you guys would really enjoy it. So Sounds I know I did. Awesome. Cool. All right. So yeah, that was yeah. that <laughs> was great. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, so it's that time again. I know what that sound means this time. Yeah, That's the great part about See, this. You learned something I too. I learned something new as well. Yeah, not We're just a hat rack up here. <laughs> All right. Well, since you're the guest. Hey, yeah, you know what? Okay, so so last time I promoted my company. I'm going to do it again. I've said it a lot, but I want to promote something else as well. So uh, 7.2 tours, um, walking tours, bus tours, strolling suppers. Um, 90% of the tours that we do are private tours, um, but we also have uh, free uh, free walking tours of downtown every Saturday from 1.15 to 3.15 p.m. Um, we have a uh, free walking tour of the riverfront every single Monday from 1 to 2. Uh, then bar tours, public bar tours every other Saturday. And piggyback um, tours. They just piggyback. <laughs> we, we don't do that. No. It gets, it gets heavy. After a while. <laughs> um, but no, um, so we do all sorts of different tours. Check out the website, 72tours.com. But also, just uh, in terms of current events, so I, obviously I majored in history, so I focus on, on history, but I also focus on on um, on current events, and a lot of things have been going on in the media nowadays. Um, you know, being an African American in, in you know in in the United States, it's been kind of rough in the last few uh, months with everything that's been going <laughs> I on. Um, and so, yeah. a lot of conversations I've I found myself, especially in social media, talking past each other. Some people are willfully ignorant. Some people are willing to hear. I've gotten a lot of private messages saying, "Hey, I'm a white person." How can I be an ally? How can I, under, you know, how can I understand this even if I don't agree on everything? And I, I love those kinds of people. And so I said I was no longer just going to complain on social media. I was going to be a voice. And so uh, launching on August third out of Podcast Detroit uh, will be uh, a new podcast called uh, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. Uh, that is me, and I will be doing a, featuring a roundtable discussion every single week with different people talking about different topics, whether it's uh, race, religion. Uh, sex, sexual orientation, um, just culture uh, in general. We want to talk about um, what matters, what cool. matters in this Very world. Nice. And we're, we're tired of posturing because I think online everybody's just posturing. Mm-hmm. Like I already know what I'm going to say regardless of what you say next. Right. right. Um, You're not so, listening. You're yeah. waiting to speak. Yeah, so I send questions <laughs> to everybody that's going to be on the panel. They answer them. I email all those answers to everybody on the panel. So we already know where everybody stands on this. Yep. So no more posturing. Let's actually talk with each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about what we agree on, what we disagree on, and, and find a way forward. And so uh, Leading Conversations with Calvin Moore premieres on August 3rd on Podcast Detroit. Uh, so be listening for that. It'll be on iTunes and all that kind of stuff, too. So Very cool. I'm excited Sweet. for that. I'm, I'm going to force my way into being a guest one day. You <laughs> can absolutely. Yeah, I will. I'm going to force I'm, my I'm way making, in. I'm making a list of people who can be potential guests for potential <laughs> topics. Uh, so, yeah, Absolutely. If you guys do a topic on lesbians, I'll be on. You can be like, Trike, what's your, uh, what's your, I'm the first male about? lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I identify as a lesbian. It's like, I don't, okay. No, no, if you talk about lesbians, yeah. all he's going to do is just go, sweet. Yes. <laughs> he's just gonna We're never as hot awesome. in real life as in the movies. True. Never, no, anyhow. Trike, what's your stance on lesbians? Awesome. They're all. <laughs> totally cool are with you, it. Are you for lesbians? Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm for sweet. it. 
I'm for it. <laughs> Anyhow. I don't know how this moved from leading <laughs> conversations to lesbianism, but okay. It, it always right. goes to lesbians. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah, lesbians, if you were listening, Trike loves you. <laughs> but you don't love him, <laughs> clearly. That's the problem. Right, that's, that's the problem. Right. That's why he's so sad all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, who wants to go next? I think mm-hmm. maybe Stephanie? Uh, yeah, I yeah. know I got this. Um, I would like to... Uh, Say, listen to my other show, The Way Station, with Megan and Podcast Detroit, which is a fantastic network, and they have a great new building in Royal Oak, which is super fancy. Mm. Um, We are on every other Saturday uh, from 5 to 6. We're live. We do um, shows from Comic-Cons. We did Motor City Live. We're going to be doing a live show August 6th from... I don't remember the name of the show. Michigan Comic Expo? Yes. Comic the Mi- Book Expo. Yeah, yeah, the Comic Expo, which is at Yak Arena in Wyandotte, and I'm super pumped. Uh, Tony Miello is putting that on, and Podcast Detroit will be and there. That's so August 6th is my birthday, too. Oh, oh mine is August 3rd. Yeah. Leo's Sweet. uniting. What up? <laughs> We're so, sensitive. <laughs> so sensitive. Um, so, yeah, um, definitely check that out. And uh, drunkdorks.com uh, is a website that I have with my friends. We talk about nerds stuff and so if you want to know about like video games and um comic books and sometimes we talk about social issues because i get on my soapbox and i won't stop writing (laughs) so there's that sometimes too but um check that out uh and uh yeah that's it cool that's all i got all right uh i'll plug uh snake oil comics uh essence of man uh snake oil horror Maybe in the future, Snake Oil Gaming. Who knows? Huh? <laughs> uh, we want to get. Uh, so, will snake you be oil. selling Snake Oil if you do this? <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, if you've ever listened to Snake Oil comics, uh, that's pretty much what we do. Because right. <laughs> gotcha. there's hardly any comics talk. Okay. <laughs> Everything on Wicked Radio Networks can be Snake Oil or something. Yeah. This is actually getting retold as Snake Oil history pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um and uh, uh, I'll plug uh, Salty Language again because those guys are awesome. Cool. And I'm sure at some point we're gonna go to another beer fest, but I'm not sure which one. Maybe let, me, let me know because I I do enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I beer think we're gonna fest. do Detroit Beer Fest, which is at the Eastern Market. When cool. is that? It's uh the second to last weekend in October. By the way. Um, that's my birthday weekend, bro. What? Yes. It's oh. like it was planned that way by the universe. <laughs> by the way, You're Michigan Michigan has the fourth most breweries oh, in the yeah. United States. Oh, yeah. We, we rock out. Yeah. Yeah. Our beers that's are more Michigan fantastic. Fact. Yeah, and I've been yeah. saying that for like the last two years, and we've opened like a lot more since then, so we could yeah. be number two or three. Who knows? Yeah, no, we, we are fantastic at making beer. Yeah, we like our <laughs> we beer. We just are. We Sorry, like guys. Uh, but that's all I got. Cool. I'll uh, I'll plug Koi's Comics because, as we all know, fuck Steve. Yeah, fuck Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah. Sounds like a dick. <laughs> Total douche. <He> um, is. <laughs> I'll plug. Uh, what else was I gonna plug? Um, I'll plug. Uh, oh, I should probably mention where you can find us. Yeah, like, we should plug. We I should plug, plug ourselves, man. Stuff. We need to get on that. I mean. I, at this point, I would hope people know yeah. where they could find it. Yeah, but just in case, <laughs> just like, how did I stumble? On, I stumbled on this. I don't even know how I found this. Where am I? 
I listen to five podcasts. I don't know where I am right now. I just you? wandered in. <laughs> um, Which one is this again? <laughs> uh, You're talking about history. I was looking for sci-fi. It was weird. Shoutahistory.com. You can do the www, I found out. Um, so it's safe. A yeah. lot of websites don't say the www <laughs> anymore because it's kind of implied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think my daughter knows what www means at this point. <laughs> like for us, it was like, oh, the World Wide Web. That's so cool. <laughs> It's, it's worldwide. I'm talking to a guy in France. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm like, whatever. No, no, that's that's French Canada. French <laughs> Canada, yeah. yeah. Right across the river. Yeah. So uh, uh, and I'll plug uh the baddest ass podcast. They're back. Uh they're speaking of Canadians, they're Canadian. And they're really awesome. They had like a like a tour. It felt like forever because I was I listen to their show every week. Um, so like they had like a two month hiatus or something because yeah. they were writing a book about how to leave America if Trump became president and become Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but uh, then the book company figured out like, oh yeah, we won't be able to get the book out in time for November in case that happens. So um, now they're back on because now they don't have to do research for the book, so they got plenty of time. <laughs> So, like, they're back doing the show again. Last I mean, I show. I think it's just really good that they put the book out anyway. Yeah. Of Trump being. Because I need that free health care. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Obamacare, good try. Yeah. I need this shit to be free. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, right. It will be for some time. Yes. So, uh, check out their show. It's really awesome. It's two brothers. They debate over who's the baddest ass. Uh, I think last week it was Elvis versus somebody. Um, it was like Elvis versus someone else famous. So I think it was some other famous yeah, yeah. dude. Whatever. Elvis versus Jeff from uh, down the street. He's three doors <laughs> yeah. down. I think Elvis takes Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's kind of scrappy, but. Elvis is Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Elvis one shot of television. So yeah. Jeff Elvis. stepped on some shoes that Elvis has, and Elvis got oh. real pissed. <laughs> She's like, got dude, real. these are blue suede. <laughs> From I got a <laughs> So yeah, check out their podcast, and uh, I think that's all I got to plug this week. All right. Yep. Well, thank, thanks again for coming yeah, out. Thanks, thank you it. so much for having awesome. me. I, I really enjoy being here. Hopefully, you guys will have me back in the near future. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you love history. We love history. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can talk about more than just Michigan as well. Oh, yeah, I've got some really good knowledge up here. It's just <laughs> bouncing around in there, like let me out. <laughs> Anyhow. Cool, cool. Uh, until next time, I'm Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Dev. And I was Calvin. I am, I'm still Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Calvin. Bye. <laughs>